Welcome to the Worship Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 225 of the Worship Probs podcast. We are here every week for you. And what we want to do, there are three words. They all start with E. We talk about them every week. Entertain, encourage, and equip. That is what we are here for. And we hope that you will take a moment, jump over to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and something really fresh, really nice. You know, we've been kind of going through it a little bit over Mm -hmm. here. Uh, You know, a little encouragement, you know, especially for Yonce, you know, she. Guys, my my self-esteem depends on those, the Apple podcast ratings. <laughs> Every morning I wake up and I check and I'm like, man, they're just, not, they're not saying enough about right. me. They're just. You need some satisfaction, <laughs> right? You guys. Yes. So just do it, man. Do Make it. it happen. Yep. Yeah. Make it happen. It's a humdinger this week. Yeah. We got it. We got some good stuff in store. Yes, we do. The ever popular prayer concerns. Yeah. It's the highlight of everyone's week. I don't know how many people I'll, I'll run into and talk to about the podcast and every single person is just, I love prayer concerns. I love, and I'm like, right. feels a little wrong to love them because, you know, <laughs> there's a little party. It feels bad for these, keep sweet, sending them in, these man. sweet souls, but keep sending them in. <laughs> special edition today. Yep. Special. Oh, really? Yeah. Special oh, edition. Now I can't wait. Not, I cannot wait. Okay. And then we're going to be sliding to the DMs. We had a DM come through uh, one of the, probably one of the socials. How long is your normal music set? So we're going to tackle yeah. that. Tackle we'll that. Tackle that. We'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Add it around as they say. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to be sharing an interview, a great conversation we had with Jan Smith, Mama Jan, as she is known by uh, yes, her yes. artists and, and all of her people. Um, I really, really liked her. So yeah, we got some good stuff in store. Yes, we do. And speaking of good stuff, let us tell you about our friends at Planning Center. Okay, fam, it's time to talk about Planning Center. So if you're a worship pastor, maybe you're thinking, I'm already using services. What are we doing talking about Planning Center? Okay, well, did you know that with services, you can also have free access to another incredibly powerful product called People? With People, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through their application process and then assign to a team. In People, you can create an online form to get new volunteers, a workflow to help you walk them step-by-step through the application and training process, and then automatically add them to services so you can get them scheduled. And that's just one way you can use People. So give it a try. Learn more at planningcenter.com slash pipeline. And remember, if your church is looking for tools to help with things like giving, small group chat, event signups, live streaming, and custom reporting, Planning Center has tools for that too. So let your church administrator know. Check out planningcenter.com. So Jennifer, um, as this is airing, you are cruising the ocean. Yeah, I'm not here with you you guys. You and Josh. You're not. (laughs) We're in paradise. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Actually, we might be right back. No, we might be back. But by oh, the time this already? is airing, yeah, the, are you uh, back already? We're back I don't already. Do calendars. I don't no, do very well. No, I wish because then that means we've been gone for like <laughs> a lot of. 
you run, once you run out of fingers, you can't, you just exactly. can't keep up. Fingers and toes, guys. It's yeah. all about fingers and toes. Yeah. Um, you guys, yesterday, our episode one of Worship Karaoke dropped, and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to watch yet, uh, head over to YouTube at Worship Probs and uh, hit that subscribe button and follow whatever the button says on YouTube. Do it. Just <laughs> click it. Whatever it says. It says subscribe. It. To subscribe. So subscribe. Yeah. Uh, I got to come up with a sling for that. Uh, yeah. So oh, hit, gosh. Hit, hit, hit it. Just hit it while you're there. And and check out episode one of, of Worship Karaoke. Uh, guys, this is going to be so much fun. There's going to be a lot of these coming your way uh, with some special guests. And uh, we're going to be doing these in different parts of the country. So I am super, super stoked. So thanks for watching uh, for all of you who have already watched. And if you haven't, just go check it out. Um, and we have this new opportunity to support the podcast on Patreon. We would be so honored if you would consider doing that with us, partner with us, uh, help us uh, accomplish the calling God's placed on us to entertain, encourage, and equip. Uh, there's all kinds of levels starting at five bucks a month. That's just a cup of coffee, really five bucks a month and, uh, on up. And as the higher you go, the more kind of insider perks you get, there's a level where, uh, Jen and I will watch your live stream and we'll do some coaching with you monthly. Uh, there's a, there's a level where, uh, we'll get on a monthly zoom and just, kind of hang, maybe take mm -hmm. live questions. I don't know exactly how that's going to go yet, but those are only for the Patreon uh, subscribers. So hit us up at the link in our bio. It's the very top uh, option. Once you, uh, once you hit the link in the bio, we'd love to uh, have you join us on Patreon. Um, and guys, we've been doing lots of conferences, uh, mm -hmm. emceeing and recording podcasts. And uh, if you're, if you run a conference or uh, maybe you want to bring us in for a team night or whatever, just Hit, hit, hit yeah. that DM button on the socials or shoot, shooting us an email. You can do that right from the Instagram uh, bio. Let us know. Let's, let's, let's talk it up, man. It sounds like so much fun. Let's check it out. As it, the Canadians check it out. say. <laughs> <laughs> you get a hint of that as you get into like the Northern areas. Yeah, you do. Too. Oh, yeah, you There's do. a little hint of the oot happening. <laughs> I noticed when check I was out. recently up North. So yes, you were, yes, you were, <laughs> yeah. you experienced a winter. I, I did. I did. And uh, I was not a huge fan, but you know, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> well, Brian. Yes. Do you know what time it is? Okay. Or ace. I think it's time for prayer concerns. Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear or maybe have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. Guys, you've been sending in these concerns and they are just unbelievable. Every now and then we'll throw in a special edition. Normally it's like the savage comments you get from your congregation about stuff they don't like. 
Uh, but a couple of weeks ago, we put up a post and the, the post was ruin a worship song by changing one word in the title. Such and a good, such a good there's post. About, <laughs> there's over 1500 comments on there and there, some of them just, they're so good. The creativity of this community just gives me life. So we're going to share 10 of these uh, again today. So these are uh, 10 prayer concerns, ruin a worship song by changing one word in the title. Number one, run to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, so that, Cody. That pre-service coffee hits and... Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry, Cody. <laughs> okay, number two, Angus Dei. <laughs> that one makes me That hungry. one's tricky too. Yeah, a little, a little, 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 little spelling change up in there. Right? Where's the beef, man? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, number three. This is amazing cake. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm a fan of cake. I'm a fan I'm a, of amazing I'm a, I'm a cake big too. cake guy. Yeah, yeah, I am. Remember me telling you the story of that, about that butter cake Josh and I had oh, for anniversary? Yeah. Yes, I'm not going to lie. I think about that cake too often. It just, mm. yeah. There's something real special about cake. There is something special, especially I when you get cake. a really amazing cake. I love cake. <laughs> okay. Number four, song title that is ruined. Number four, Jesus, lover of my soul. Except soul is spelled S-O-L-E. <laughs> the lover of my soul. <laughs> number five, number five, what a beautiful mane. Mm, okay. Yeah. So it's like Brandon well, Lake's for... song now or? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Benjamin and, Hastings. Uh, Benjamin Hastings. That's right. That's a big sexy hair to her. Yes. <laughs> okay. Number six, the solid sock. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> that sort of sounds gross. It does. Uh, the solid sock. Okay, number seven, bread maker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about that one. Okay. I, <laughs> you so, fade, uh, fade that one up behind Jesus, multiplying the loaves and fish. <laughs> you know? So funny, funny story. My mother-in-law, who does not listen to the podcast, uh, she, uh, when I got ordained, this would have been, oh man, 97, something like, I mean, it would have been a long time ago. She got me a gift and she was really excited for me to open it. And I opened it and it was a bread maker. And she goes, do you get it? And I was kind of like, you're like, Ugh. and she goes, Jesus Christ, the bread <laughs> of life. <laughs> I love my mother. Oh my She's absolutely. I, I know. I'm like, cause like nowadays I'd be like, what, what get that bread? Or like, I, I don't know if the kids are still saying that, but. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Number eight, no longer shaves. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I, I'm choosing to think of that as the beard. People, okay. You know, yeah. A lot of beard, a lot of crowder. It can really of beard. go wrong, but okay. Okay. Number nine, hallelujah for the crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> a person from Louisiana or something. What? Right. Hallelujah for the crawfish. Lose. Little crawfish boil. <laughs> All right. The last one, and this is how to ruin a worship song title by changing one word in the title. Number 10, great are you gourd. <laughs> Oh, this man. is such a fun post. And guys, I, I don't know what you think, but these posts are sometimes a little tough to come up with. And uh, I thought, okay, we don't know how this is going to go, but you guys rang the bell and mm -hmm. you continue to ring the bell. So thank you for ringing the bell. If you got regular prayer concerns or weird song requests or whatever it is, uh, send them to us. You can click the link in our bio and go to that submit prayer concerns uh, tab there in the list of links and, uh, and send that to us. So, our DMs are always open and we love 
tackling your question. So it's time to slide into the DMs. Our DMs are always open, as you know. Um, We got a a really good question here. Practical. Soup's practical here today. How long is your normal music set in the context of a regular worship service? I think the answer probably varies, right? Yeah, it's very kind of... I would. I, I would say like what my mentor taught me, so I can't take credit for this, but like worship leader 101 is to know your, know your congregation. And what that can be your church congregation or the the youth group that you're leading worship for, or whatever that is, like know your group, know your people. And that'll tell you uh, probably how long your set should be. You know, I think every congregation kind of has their own unique worship IQ. And uh, you're going to know like, how long can you push them to stand? How long can you push them to sing? What kind of keys can, are they comfortable with? You know, what kind of songs, like what, what's your lane? You know, you're going to know all that. And we've talked extensively on here about how to, how to pick songs for your, your congregation. I'll talk about my last, uh, my last church. We were, um, you know, we had a really, uh, pretty predictable rhythm. Mm -hmm. We were like a four song four song set. Yeah. And, uh, at the end of my time there, we were, uh, like three songs and then we were a Christian church. We did communion every week. So we'd do three songs, communion, uh, and then, uh, the message. And then we'd come back and do a, a song after the message. So we were four songs. Uh, a lot of times my pastor, uh, he loved that I would play really old songs for communion on the keyboard. So sometimes he would sneak up to the platform after communion was over and say, Hey, we got it. We got to sing that. And if it was as the deer, that would be a 10 out of 10 every single time he would sneak up and say, let's, let's sing as the deer. (laughs) So sometimes we were like four and a half songs, but yeah, yeah, that was kind of our, that was kind of our rhythm. What about you? I was going to say, I feel like some churches, especially if you have multiple services, it's more of a time regulation, mm-hmm. maybe then songs. So, um, at 29, 11, we had a, a time allotment. And so some weeks it, it could be, you know, three songs and a, a bridge that we were going to hang out on. If like the three songs were a bit on the longer side, or sometimes we could get four in another bridge. We, we kind of plan based more off of the amount of time. And then I always, I didn't fill up the time all the way because I wanted to also leave space. We sure, talked about yeah. that before. Leave a little bit of yeah. room, you know, if the Holy Spirit wants to do something. So, yeah, I, I've I've tended to do it more of that way, not so much songs. Because again, some songs, like some of the opening songs, especially if you're doing like upbeat, they're like three minutes long. Yeah, yeah, they don't last very. Yeah, long, so sure. if you're doing like, oh, it's only three songs, you're going to be done with your worship set in like twelve minutes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. So yeah, right. I I would say like kind of look at the amount of time that you know, like the pastor has decided that that part of the service will take, and then you kind of plan mm-hmm. accordingly. I, I think I learned this from you. You certainly reinforced it in me. Um, oftentimes we would do a song and then like tag it with the bridge or like yeah. uh, we we used the bridge of uh, what a beautiful name a lot mm-hmm. as a tag. We yep. used the bridge of worthy of it all yeah. as a, as a tag a lot. You know, that's a something to, to consider too, that just kind of keeps your congregation guessing a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in con- contemporary churches are uh, 
you know, we, a lot of, some of them make fun of uh, liturgical churches because they have the liturgy, you know, you go in, right. you open the book and this is exactly what's going to happen. These are the readings today where, mm-hmm. you know, contemporary churches, we have liturgies too. It's just not written out. Right. Um, but it's, it gets, it can get pretty predictable. So anything you can do to keep your congregation guessing, kind of, kind of surprise them in not like in a jump out of the under the chair and scare them kind of way, but like, you know, Hey, you didn't expect that today. And yeah. I think that's, that's, that works in your favor as right. a, as a worship leader. A little, little mashup. One of my favorite yeah. mashups is, uh, we, we were coming out of the chorus of Waymaker and instead of going to the bridge of Waymaker, we went to the bridge of what a beautiful name mm. and then just built that bridge up big and then went back to Waymaker, the chorus, yeah. you know? It. So Love yeah, it. that's, yeah. I, I did teach you everything, you know, I mean, that's what I you heard did. you that's what did, I just totally. heard you say. Everything you did. you did. And I've like inspired you incredibly creatively, you know, spiritually in every way. Goes that's without I, saying. That's what I heard Go, you yep, say. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Fashion. It, it spills Everything. really into yeah. all areas. It's a she's a full service uh, you know, ins, inspirer. <laughs> Inspirator. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> well, guys, if you have DMs, uh send them to us. We'll tackle them. Uh they can be you know, practical like this one was or spiritual or leadership, whatever, whatever you're wrestling with, uh, shoot those over to us. Uh, you can, uh, just send them to us, uh, literally in the DMS on our socials and we will, uh, we keep a running list and we'll, uh, we'll try to tackle them, uh, on a future episode. Well, we, we had a really great conversation with, uh, somebody who is unbelievably influential, mm-hmm. uh, in like the, producing vocal coaching space. Like there are names that we're going to talk with her about that famous actors, famous secular artists, Christian artists, all kinds of people. So let's dive into our interview with Jan Smith. Well, the Worship Probs podcast is thrilled to have Jan Smith, I should say Mama Jan, with us today. Thank you so much for taking the time. My pleasure. Welcome to the podcast. We are so excited. Uh, Brian, I got to meet you at the Overflow Conference, gosh, back in October in Minnesota. And so we have been looking forward to this for several months. So just to start out easy, how are you doing? How are your holidays? How's the new year been so far? Holidays uh, were relatively calm. I am still providing primary care for my 93, almost 94-year-old mother. So uh, it was quiet and very different because I'm not 94, so it's uh, weird. But but good. It was good. And um, the holidays here were fairly mild as far as temperatures are concerned. So it wasn't anything like Minnesota or uh, (laughs) North Dakota. But uh, no, it's good. You know, we had... uh, had a little bit of water damage happen here in the studio uh, several weeks ago. So between the holidays and here, it's been a, a challenge with that. But we're good. Mm, we're blessed good. and wow. thankful that uh, God protected the the main studio to where we didn't get uh, taken taken out. You know. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you're on the uh, on the recovery side of that for Thanks sure. Thanks so much. Um, okay. So we love the heart of what you're doing. And just, so that just a little bit of background for those who are listening. Um, so you've been a part of the music industry as an artist and a mentor for over 30 years and listeners, let me just run through just a few of the clients 
So you can go to jansmith.com and see the full list, but let me just run some names by you. Uh, Usher. And if I understand it right, Usher is the person who gave you the Mama Jan title. There's a little controversy over that. I'll, I'll explain <laughs> it in a second, but keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got Usher. We've got the band Perry, Justin Bieber, Drake, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Liam Neeson, David Crowder, Brian and Katie Torwalt, Torin Wells, and the list goes on and on and on. So go check out the full list, fam. So I guess I'm just curious, like when it comes to mentoring and working with artists, like where, where does your, where did your passion come from? I think being an artist first, really, I, I didn't, I had no intentions of uh, coming into the industry as, you know, Mama Jan, your vocal coach. That was not, uh, not by my design <laughs> for sure. Um, being an artist since I was itty bitty and, and my, my dreams were always to chase that brass ring, to be, to be a rock and roll girl. That's I grew up post-Woodstock era. Truth of the matter is I've been doing music a whole lot longer than 30 years. So uh, I'm 66, and so it's been my entire life, really. I grew up in church and, and was exposed to, you know, gospel music very early on. And then much to my father's chagrin, I wanted to play rock and roll. So I, I was I was in rock and roll bands as a 15 year old and, and really performing out and starting to do that and writing songs. So my ilk in all of this is as an artist first and um, in my own experiences in studios, learning production tricks, working, doing background, you know, vocals, singing in church choir, school choruses, all of that stuff taught me how to begin to arrange harmonies uh, here in color. So that was an easy thing, but, but to be able to stack harmonies and do all of that using my voice and voiceovers and commercials and doing character voices taught me how to find different places. So it became a natural progression then to be able to help other singers. And, um, I say I fell into it by accident, but I, I think that, you know, God really just honed my skill set for most of my life to be able to do what I'm doing now. Um, and I feel like I'm, centered more really in his will for what I'm doing to help others. So it's more about them than it is me. I thought it was about me for a long, long time. And mm -hmm. uh, God humbled my life and showed me what I was really here to do was to help others. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So you got to tell us about the, the Mama Jan controversy. Let's, oh, I, I, so, we got to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, Usher is the person who actually took that public. I, I've worked with Usher since he was 17 years old. And when he first started coming in, you know, he went through puberty late. He was already he was signed to a record deal by the time he was fourteen, and wow, um, his so voice cool. started changing, and he started getting that clip between chest voice and falsetto when he was like seventeen, mm -hmm. which is not mm -hmm. that unusual for men's voices. Men's voices don't mature until they're between really twenty and twenty three or so. I don't think men yeah. ever mature for the rest of their lives, but that's just a personal uh, comment there. <laughs> but no, you know, um, um, but women's voices mature earlier between 17 and 19. So Usher's voice started changing and that was a big problem for him because we were in the middle of, of a tour. But he started coming in for vocal lessons at that point. And John Hopkins, if you know the uh, Zach Brown band, John Hopkins, mm -hmm. uh, this was prior to Zach Brown. He had his own band. But John was one of my clients then also, and a young man named Jeffrey Butts. And they, when they would leave, they would say, we'll see you next week, Mama. And I'd say, okay, boys. And it just got to be a normal thing. And when Usher came in, it was Mama Jan. 
So when he did an interview mm-hmm. talking about his vocal coaching and what happened with his voice and also uh especially there was a there was a big it was a, a noticeable difference between 8701 and Pop Your Call and all that. And then when we cut confessions and his and his voice, everybody sat up and took notice. And that's the benchmark mm-hmm. out of his career. So when that happened, everybody's like, you know, what'd you do? Who's been working with you? And he mm-hmm. quoted me and uh, the rest is kind of history. Now it's Mama Jan. So wow. that's awesome. Wow. That's that is awesome. awesome. Wow. Usher has never given me a nickname. Just FYI. No, me neither. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me neither. I'm still, I'm still waiting. I'm still I'll, waiting. You know what? I'll, I'll reach out to him and see what we can do about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. We'll thank it. you. We'll he, I, I will say this. He is, um, he remains one of the best, the most exemplary vocal athletes I've ever worked with. Uh, Kelly Price is up wow. there too. She's pretty spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, and quite a vocalist, but, um, and I work with a lot of great singers, but he is extraordinarily gifted mm-hmm. in ways that people don't even realize because they don't get to hear it all behind the scenes, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite a, quite a humbling thing when you have, um, just natural goods walk in like that and get to hone them. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's, he's the kind of guy that makes you want to just quit, right, Brian? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so why, am I, no, why even try? Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's awesome. So, so we, you know, with our podcast, we talk to a lot of worship leaders and, you know, people involved in church, vocalists, that sort of a thing. Sure. Um, so what would you say are some of the common mistakes that we make in terms of our vocal health um, and taking care of our voices? Ooh, uh, there's a laundry list of those. Um, you know, <laughs> I'll tell you what always makes me laugh when I go into the green rooms of churches and I see coffee and donuts and pizza. I'm like, okay, well, um, let's start there. So, um, so I'll ask, I'll ask you this question. I I pose this to a lot of my artists. If, if money weren't an object, and this is a question for both of you, because it'll be different, but what kind of car would you have? You get any car on the planet and money weren't an object. I, uh, I'm not as bougie as Brian, so I would probably still kind of go a, mid, a middle of the road type of something sensible, not no too lam- flashy. No Lamborghini yeah. for you, Jen. No I, I would know. No Lamborghini. No, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> hey, I'm not ashamed to say it. Range Rover. Okay. My, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm, like I'm not really a, a big time car girl, but most of my most of my artists will say, you know, I want a Lamborghini. I want a I want a Bentley. It's like, okay. And what kind of gas would you put in that car? High quality. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to make the investment. Yeah. Protect. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and you would do that also because the manufacturer says this is kind of what's going to make it run best, right? Mm-hmm. Would you ever put sand mm-hmm. in the gas tank of that car? Mm-hmm. Why not? Ruin it. Yeah. Ruin it. It would destroy not the engine. To, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And we all know that. And those are common. And they like, duh. And I'm like, okay, but you can buy another car. Mm-hmm. right? Mm. You got one shot yeah. at this. You got one shell while you're here. This is it. As far as we know, you get one body and they can poke and prod and do all kind of stuff to it. But the bottom line is if you're putting sand in your gas tank, you're going to mess up the engine. Mm-hmm. And most singers, most artists, worship leaders and rock and rollers, pop singers, whoever, they don't recognize the fact that your whole body is your instrument. And I didn't always know this either. I've lived my life and done a lot of things. I've done stuff that would kill all three of us. But the bottom line is we don't recognize the fact that that has other effects on how we sound and the consistency of that sound. 
So mm-hmm. starting there with people just being, you know, geared into the fact that your body and how you take care of it is going to give you either great performance or poor performance. And I'm going to ask you, I'll ask you, Jen. I don't trust Brian's <laughs> on, on spelling classes. <laughs> spell, the word perfor- spell the word performance for me. P-E-R, gosh, P-E-R-F-O-R-M-A-N-C-E. Ta-da. And what's the word right in the middle? Form. Right. If your form is poor, your performance is going to suffer. Mm-hmm. Your form is determined by a lot of things, but your physical body and how you take care of it and what you're putting in it matters a whole lot. So I usually start there with my worship mm-hmm. singers. It's like, let's clean up your diet and you're going to hear your voice clean up. Wow. Oh, I think the second most yeah. important thing is um, people go and they work out in the gym and they got great bodies, you know, strong bodies and they they do all the buff stuff so they look good. It's like, and how often do you take your voice to the gym? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I sing all the time. And she's like, no, no, no. I didn't ask you how much you sing. I asked you how much you condition your voice. Well, what are you talking about? So warming, think, thinking athletically about your vocal care is is the second really big thing. So diet and exercise. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it, it boils down to stupid physiology, but that's physiology is real predictable. And the vocal cords yeah. are physical material. And the third thing I'd say is lack of information. People are stupid. They, they call themselves singers and they don't even know how many vocal cords they have, where they're located, what they're made of, and what how they work. It's like, how can you be the best at what you're calling yourself if you don't know what you're doing it with? So that's mm-hmm. my big three. Wow. Man, that's, that's so good. Uh, I, I remember running an audition once for our, our, our worship team and somebody came in and I, I said to, I said to them, it just sounds like you're not really singing a whole lot. What do you mean by that? I sing all the time. I, like you said, I was like, well, if you were going to, if you were going to run an, a marathon, there'd be a whole extensive list of training exercises and over the course of many months that you would engage in to run a marathon. But people think you can just pick, pick up a microphone and, and sing like that's right. Dion overnight and uh, without, you know, doing the heavy lifting. Yeah. She's another um, great, training vocal, side. she's a great vocal athlete. Um, and um, I, I know that she has, you know, we may never hear her sing, the way yeah, that yeah. we know her uh, because of some physical challenges now. But the bottom line is um, she has maintained her instrument very, very well, her body, her health, and, and done very well with that. As far as I know, I don't work with her personally, but I've heard her do a couple of sound checks that literally flattened the room, made people wow. of all walks of music shut up and just in awe, stand there and listen to her. Wow. So amazing. Well, I, I love Thank you for what you're doing because we, you. you know, we, we, we need this message uh, in the church for sure. So, um, so let's talk about your socials. You, you, you release these Q and A with Mama J yeah. on your socials every Monday. Tell us kind of how that came about and what do you hope people take away from those? I guess the, the, the easiest answer to that is just trying to get some information out there and, and social media just becoming a thorn in my side. It was like, okay, what can I do that's relevant, that that's going to maintain relevance and be helpful to people at the same time? Mm-hmm. And the consistency too. Social media is uh is is such an animal that you have to you have to do it with consistency. So we started doing those um about four years ago, I think now. 
the first time was a nightmare because we we had a, a whole day marathon and tried to just jam a whole lot in. But we've got we have kind of a, a well oiled machine now where we come in, we set up lights, camera, action, and we do fifty two of those in a day. I change clothes like you know forty seven times, and hair and makeups here, oh so we just like, ah! wow. and um, <laughs> it it really is. It's become kind of fun. We have a team that does that, and. Um, it, it, it's just really fun because we get to answer different questions of, of the time that come up. But it's so much easier for me to be able to just like spit that out in a day. And and Jackson's so great at Jackson's my my superior executive admin to to be able to, <laughs> po- to be able to post those you know each week so that we have content that's relevant and and hopefully helping other people and drawing them into you know from a business standpoint that's obviously another concern. But yeah. Um, yeah, we're we're always available for more people's questions. So hit us uh, hit us up. We'll we'll take them in and do them do them next year. <laughs> wow, wow, absolutely, Ooh, all in absolutely. one day. Wow. That's incredible. That's gonna be yeah. an exhausting it's, it's, day. It's, it's, yeah. it's become it's become an athletic endeavor for my team. Yeah. You know, we yeah. have, but we enjoy it. We have a we have a good time now because we kind of got it down to a science. So it's but boy, the first year we did that, it was. I thought I'd never do it again. It was a killer day. We had a lot of pe- we had a lot of pizza. We had a lot of pizza and coffee afterwards. I, I don't drink coffee yeah. at all, baby. <laughs> wow. How do you survive if you don't drink coffee? I'm asking for a friend. Just um, so uh, first of all, I don't need coffee. I mean, I'm like this all the time. My feet hit the floor in the morning, and I'm like a zippity doo dog girl. So I, I've just always been. Um, I, my energy's just. Well, I'll say this. I'll go back to diet because there were times in my life when I did very derogatory things uh, Mm -hmm. to my body, to my lungs, to my brain, you name it. I've done it. Um, And cleaning up your lifestyle, more water, less of everything else makes Mm -hmm. makes a really big difference in clarity. So for me, I would say that. I would say that it's... um, Part of it is could you know could be just unique to my energy level and being driven to do what I do. But um, yeah. I love the smell of coffee. I've just never been able to love the taste. Um, I had to put so much cream and sugar in coffee that I called it hot chocolate. So I just ordered hot chocolate. But um, <laughs> coffee, uh, coffee's yeah. a diuretic. Coffee's a diuretic and it's a vocal irritant. So getting people off of coffee and also my real answer to you about that is. Um, knowing my own shortfalls and the use of amphetamines and any stimulants that keep us up and rocking and then watching the lives of my artists and also knowing my 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 own falls from grace with uh, drugs and alcohol, seeing the difference in what happens. And what happens with people is they begin to think that they have to have the coffee. It's like, well, actually you don't. Um, just like asking somebody, why don't you stop smoking pot? And they're like, well, I could if I wanted to. It's the I don't want to that's got you. Yeah. So helping yeah. people, uh, I mean, drink all the decaf you want, but it's like, oh, but I'm going to be dead. But it's like, okay, so what can we do to balance out your energy levels and what's missing mm-hmm. otherwise to where your physiology, all that God gave you, yeah. can supply you with everything that you need? And that's really the truth. That's really the truth. So you get a, you tell your friend, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> like Brian invited you here to read my mail today and I'm not appreciating it, Mama Jen. I'm not appreciating it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so you have a new product coming out, um, coming out really soon called Vox Shot. 
What can you tell us about this product and how we can get our hands on it? Uh, well, I'll send you some because we've got samples. Uh, I'll hold these up just to, to be, you know, purely whatever you call that. I'm, I'm exploiting things here. Um, Buckshot, <laughs> you know, I, I never really was a big water drinker. Water's boring to me. I mean, it's important, but it's boring. Right. It, it has no taste. I was like, okay, well, how about let's put something in there? Um, and then they have flavored waters and all, which are great, but a lot of those aren't good for you. Mm-hmm. Working with artists on the road, they're drinking all kinds of other things because they hate water. It's like, okay, what can we do to make a difference here and get something good nutritionally in people instead of all the caffeine? And let's do, you know, let's do all these, you know, shots of energy drinks and drink, you know, I'm not going to use any labeled products, but all the ones that are chock full of caffeine. Um which is bad, bad, bad for my singers. So we created a proprietary Mama Jan blend for um, <laughs> something that would taste good, you know, that people can kind of go, oh, okay, this that can compete, but that actually has good nutrition and that helps with hydration. That's a big, big, big oh, wow. thing for singers. Right, yeah. right. Wow. Um, awesome. Who are drinking lots of coffee awesome, and awesome. or alcohol, which pulls fluids out of your body, right? Mm-hmm. We need fluids going in. So that's what that's what Absolutely. we have strawberry mojito and sour apple at this point. Um, wow, we'll nice. have that available soon. We've been working on it for a minute and getting a product out and not getting sued, you know, for having put, putting things in there. But it's all this stuff you have to go through to like even consider. Yep. Um, I just want people to have something that's going to be good for them. Yeah. So soon. Yeah. But I'll send yeah. you some. Awesome. 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 Well, we're going to get to that big room question in just a second. But before we do, fam, I just want to make sure you you heard this earlier. Go to jansmith.com and you can explore all the things that Mama Jan is doing. Um, you do all kinds of coaching, all that stuff. All that stuff is available through your website. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you do that and make sure you follow her uh, Mama Jan music on, on socials um, because she's putting out some just incredible content. And um, may, I, may I say something really quick too? Um, yeah, absolutely. When you go to the website, I have a, I have a really, um, I have a wonderful staff. Nobody does all this by themselves, as as you've already noted with Jackson. But um, I have a great staff of of coaches, of you know, uh, support staff who work here, and all of my staff that are coaches have been trained by me. So they carry my handprint on them, and some of them have been with me for for thirty years or so. So. Um, Wow. Uh, I love my staff and I give them uh, great leverage and, and credibility to do what they do. The, everybody's different and has their own kind of niche. But um, so not everybody, uh, I can't see everybody. I'm, I'm one person, mm-hmm. but right. uh, we do, we do take care of probably a couple hundred people a week and, um, and love what we do. My staff are all very devoted and dedicated to do what we do. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, we love the heart of what you're doing. Love what we saw you doing at Overflow. And thank you. So, like f- for our audience, like that that big room question, we end every interview with this. Um, so, if we could gather all the worship leaders and all their singers and players, all their volunteers, all the production people, and all their volunteers, and we got them all together in one big room, mm-hmm. and we gave you a microphone, what what would you want to say to them? I think the things where we started, the three the three big things is look at what you're eating, look at what you're drinking. Are you drinking enough water? Are you getting good exercise for your body, but also for your voice? Do you know how to warm up and cool down? And if you don't, you need to learn how. 
because that's the that's literally the preservation of of what you say you love doing. Uh, the third thing, you know, obviously has to do with understanding more and and not so that you have to, I, I don't believe that people have to learn calculus to be, you know, to balance your checkbook. But I do think that it's a good thing to understand enough about the functionality of what your voice is about so that you can also troubleshoot the the issues that you might have with it. Mm-hmm. Lastly, for especially for worship singers, when people stand on a stage in a club or a bar, I mean, it, it's important because the words that come out of our mouth are are literally leading other people and misleading other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I I always caution and and treat worship singers a little differently because the words that are coming out of your mouths are leading people into a different relationship with who I believe is the, the savior of the world. Um, certainly redeemed my life, and so um, I think that's a, a little higher mantle. And if you're not doing the back end work to be credible at who you say you're representing, shame on you. Shame on you. Um, it should be worth it to you to understand more, to do more, so that you can be the best that you can be. I don't think that people should be something that they're not. I don't try to make people be anything that they're not, but I want you to be everything that you were created to be. And the truth of the matter is our bodies weren't designed to digest yellow dye number seven and Twinkies. Um, (laughs) You know, I mean, our manufacturer says that there's a certain design on who we are, not just on our bodies, but our minds, our spirits, Mm -hmm. and our souls. If you're a worship leader, you're in a position of shepherding souls. I think that's a little bit more serious than you know, playing a singer-songwriter night uh, in a club I, I, or, or standing on a stage at, at, at Madison Square Garden. I'm just being honest. And I've been in both situations. There's a there's enough damage. Our world is um, in a tumultuous way right now. And so the opportunity that worship singers have to lead from the front is vital, I think, to not only the church, but, and the church is really the people, not the walls. So is it a performance? Absolutely it is. Are you a performer? Without a doubt you are. Who are you performing for? And who are you representing when you do that? And are you doing that to the utmost? Is what I would call you to the carpet on. And that's how I would work with you as well. So. Boy, 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 thank you so much for taking the time. Those are some truths that we need to hear, fam. Um, make sure you go follow Mama Jan Music on the socials and check out jansmith.com. Um, man, it has just been fascinating to talk with you and just watching you so what you're doing on social media. I'm a follower, I'm a fan, and uh, I'm just really grateful for those people who, man, are calling us to be better. And so thank you for what you're doing. Well, right back at you, and thank you. Uh, a, just for being able to meet you all and kind of being thrown in. We didn't really have a lot of time to talk. So mm-hmm. I, I'm grateful yeah. for your work, for what you're doing, your podcast and and how you're um, doing doing this. I think the, the conversations are important and, um, and, and for people to really be able to access the information is what, what I'm all about. So thank you for, mm-hmm. for sharing, sharing that. I appreciate it very much. You got it, man. You got it. Thanks for taking the time. 
that is the most interesting woman in the world. Right. Like we've we've interviewed some men that I've called the most interesting yeah. man in the world. Yeah. She's the most interesting woman. She is. I'm going to be honest. She had me sweating just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She's, Testing she's my, a straight shooter, my spelling abilities just on the, you know, and I'm like, oh gosh, I, I think I'm a good speller, but my goodness, when you're yeah. <laughs> having to do it on the spot and yeah, I, I, I was sweating a little, you know. She has a picture on her Instagram. It's her. It's three people in the picture. It's her, Usher, and Justin Bieber. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty crazy, man. She's awesome. I like That's how Jan Smith rolls, I know. Man. She's amazing. She is. I really liked her. I really liked yeah, her. Yeah. She's fantastic. Good fun. Got to do that again. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 225 of the Worship Props podcast. Hey, make sure you go hit subscribe. You never have to go Sub look it. for us. Just hit subscribe. We show up bright and early every single Tuesday morning. Just, every Tuesday. Just ready. We'll wake to you up. We're like, hello. Hello. Welcome. It's time to wake up. Hit play. We'll start your day off right. You know, <laughs> we will. We promise. That's our promise to you. And uh, yes. like Brian said earlier, do Thank us a you favor. Promise. Go on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us that five-star rating with a nice review. It just helps to get the message of the podcast out in front of more people. Absolutely. Because um, again, we think this is something that adds value. And so, yeah, yeah. help us. Hey, share it up too. For sure. Share it up. You can post on up. your social media, send it to your team, send it to friends yeah. and family, you know. Story it up, man. Include yeah. the link, you know. Right, right. I don't know how crazy you want to get with this, but you can really there, help You us. could really shoot for the stars. And yes. Uh, well, because we are talking about stars and ratings and yeah. So do that. Do us that Fine. solid. Cinco. Cinco. <laughs> And thanks, guys, for following us, for for engaging with us, commenting, supporting, for sharing on all of the socials at Worship Probs. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And you can uh, even find us over there on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Yeah, and thanks for doing that, guys. You know, there's a couple of those platforms that we are uh, rebuilding mm -hmm. uh, from the ground floor. So the Facebook page and the old TikTok could use some love That's from good. the WP Nation. Hey, and we have our Facebook group. It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, come hang Private out. Private group, man. Come hang out with the us over there. Group. Yeah. It's, we're having fun in there, man. We are. And it's, it is different content. Mm -hmm. uh, it's totally different content. We're wrestling with a little more deep dive kind of stuff. And Brian uh, shares yeah. what he ate for breakfast every day. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I go live while I'm eating. I'm <laughs> <laughs> doing my hair. <laughs> It's like the Truman like a, Show or whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, you can find that link to the community group in our uh, our bio as well. And hey, huge thanks to, uh, we just, I'm kind of a collector of amazing people. You are. I love being surrounded by amazing people. And near the top of that list are our friends at Maven Media Productions. They're editing our podcast, all the audio, they're producing videos, the lift out reels that you see, all the graphics uh, that you see. Uh, our logos, you know, we recently went through a little bit of a logo update. All that's all Maven, and so if you need help with any of that stuff, and you know, whether you're a church or a company, side hustle, whatever it is, um, even if you need somebody to come in and do some coaching mm -hmm. uh, with your team, they're they're the people. That's your first call, your only call. Uh, it's not actually even a call. It's just logging on over to uh, MavenMediaProductions.com on the World Wide Web. Yeah. Just just find them on the World Wide Web. There's a link in our bio, I think, to, to get to them. And they are just incredible people. <laughs> Guys, it's 7.20 p.m. World so, Wide Web. Yeah, World open, Wide Web. Open it, hit your dial-up internet. Open yeah. Internet Explorer. <laughs> 
Hey, do you did you were you ever on AOL? Oh yeah. What yeah. a mess. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. You've but got at the mail. time we thought it was just amazing. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> oh my gosh. AOL. Uh guys, thanks for listening to episode 225. We love you. You know that. And thank you for walking with us through all this stuff that's going on. Uh we love you so much. Until next time. Deuces. Smell you later. 